General Mark Milley, the Joint Chiefs of Staff Chair, will retire from his post at the end of September. So who will become the highest ranking officer in the United States Armed Forces? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, will step down from his role later this year. So far, the Biden administration reportedly has a two-man shortlist for the general's replacement. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is the primary advisor in military matters to the president, Department of Defense, Homeland Security Council, and the National Security Council. For more, we're joined by Dr. Carol Swain, former professor of political science and law at Vanderbilt University and a best selling author. Thank you so much for joining me today. Is General Charles Brown Jr. the likely replacement for General Milley as the Joint Chiefs of Staff Chair? Well, the people that I have been speaking with in Washington believe he is a shoe-in, not because he's necessarily the best qualified, but because it would be a historic first. And with this administration being a historic first and being the president to appoint someone seems to be more important than whether or not the person appointed is the best qualified for the position. And in the case of General Brown, he's, you know, highly decorated officer. He has been deployed all over the world. He knows the military, but he's also a strong uh, proponent of DEI he has made it the centerpiece of his work at the Navy. Now, for people who don't understand what that stands for, can you talk a little bit about that? Which part? DEI? DEI. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, the DEI diversity stands equity. for mm-hmm. Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. And it has become a layer imposed over race-based affirmative action. And you may recall that the end of the, at the end of June, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down race-based college admissions uh, in higher education. It, it was struck down because it violated the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, is closely related to critical race theory that divides the world into white oppressors and non-white victims. And in the case of the DEI, as it is being pushed, not just uh, in the U.S. military, but every sector of our society, uh, the victim groups include uh, members of the LGBT community, women, uh, as well as Blacks and Hispanics, uh, Native Americans. And what's very troubling about it as well is that if you are white, male, heterosexual, Christian, then it seems today that you have a big target on your back. That should not be the case because the Civil Rights Act of 1964 protects all persons against discrimination on account of their race, color, national origin origin, sex, or religion. So they should have civil rights protections as well as constitutional protections under the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution. 
we have an administration in Washington that doesn't seem to care about civil rights laws or the Constitution. All they care about is advancing a race-based, aggressive agenda, not just race-based, but also LGBTQ. In the case of the U.S. military, it's a very dangerous uh, approach because the job of the military officers and the chief of the the Joint Chiefs of Staff should be to make sure that the military is ready to protect the nation against foreign and domestic threats. Uh, We don't see that. We do know that under General Brown, in his uh, high-ranking position uh, over the Navy, that the Navy has gone from being weak in readiness uh, to very weak. And they have lost about 2,000 pilots that uh, have not been replaced. And he has made DEI the central focus of uh, his attention instead of readiness, instead of being prepared to fight and win wars. How concerning do you think this should be, not just the the constant, you know, promoting of DEI, but also seeing it in the military and also potentially losing sight of, again, as you mentioned, being a strong military and ready? It's very serious. And I would uh, urge your viewers, whether they're Democrats or Republicans, this is serious business. And you should contact your senators and tell them to vote no uh, on the nomination of on, on the confirmation or possible nomination of General uh, Brown, because he is not someone that is dedicated to protecting the U.S. He's dedicated to advancing a particular agenda. And so the military readiness of the United States is affected by the leaders that we have in charge. And when it comes to President Biden, it's pretty clear that he needs people around him who know what they're doing, who are able to stand up and who are not just pushing a political agenda. We are in an election year season, and I believe that some of the DEI appointments are efforts to get the votes of Black Americans or other groups. And that is not what the U.S. military should be about. That's not what our U.S. government should be about. The U.S. government should be modeling non-discrimination and equal opportunity. They should not be dividing America. And what we see is a Marxist-based strategy, the cultural Marxism. It's all about conflict uh, between and among groups. It's all about pushing and using everything for political purposes. That's wrong. Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, you need to stand up. This is your opportunity to really fight for your nation. You need to make that phone call to your senator. The U.S. military, uh, President Biden, the senators, they need to be appointing the strongest possible people they can without regard to their race, their sex, or sexual orientation. Those things are not important. What is important are the qualifications. Now, you do know a lot about the DEI uh, programs. You've also written about it recently. Yes, I have a book that will be released in August titled The Adversity of Diversity, How Real Unity Training Can Promote Healing in a Post-Affirmative Action World. And 
the decision of the Supreme Court to strike down race-based college admissions and higher education has implications for every DEI program in the nation because they too discriminate against and among groups based on their race, their color, their sexual orientation, their religion, and all of these uh, factors are prohibited by the Constitution. Persons, all persons, regardless of their race or their religion, they are protected by the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution and the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, we do have some news with the U.S. Speaker Kevin McCarthy saying that he would explore the possibility of impeachment for President Joe Biden. This, of course, is related to Republicans investigating the Biden family, their overseas dealings. You know, where do you see this potentially going? I'm sorry, nowhere. I think that um, if the country operated the way you would expect it to operate, you would have a bipartisan effort to address what has been revealed about the Biden's um, uh, corruption. But we don't have that. We have Democrats who are supporting the president and his son, Hunter, who are mounting a defense. And you have Republicans who are using talking points. Uh, They are very much aware of the political cycle. I don't think Kevin McCarthy... Uh, and the Republicans are going to impeach President Biden. And even if they do, I'm not sure anything would come from it. And so I don't think, um, you know, that it's talk. It's it's an election cycle. He should be impeached. He should be in jail. They should be focused on him rather than Donald J. Trump. But that's not what is happening. And so I wish I could... um, you know, that's my take on it. It's just my opinion. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me. More ticker news right after this. 